Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the School Center Teen. Sadly, this is our final episode for season one as summer is coming to an end and the new school year is about to start in just one week. So today's episode is going to be about school. We have talked about school in the context in the context of other topics, but we asked some of our listeners for questions relating to high school, and we thought we would answer some of those questions relating to things like study tips, time management, organization, and procrastination, since we are going into our senior year. Yeah, so let's start with question one, which is, what are you most nervous about this school year? Definitely university applications. Those stress me out so much for like no reason, especially because some of the programs that I want to go into require like supplemental applications or other essays and like, you know, more work than just sending in your grades. And like that stresses me out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely, I think that's a big part about senior year Mm -hmm. or final years, university applications. Definitely something that I'm very nervous about. But I guess another thing that's more general would probably be COVID because, you know, we're going back to in-person and you never really know when the lockdown's going to happen or, you know, what could happen with COVID in school, especially because I believe everyone's going back to school at the same time kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like there's no more cohorts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be interesting and it's also going to be a lot. But I know you are going to like a whole different experience of school, right? Like you're going to in-person school, but you're staying at school. Yeah. So I go to a private school and in grade 12 at my school, they make you not make you, but like they have mandatory boarding for grade 12. So it's like a half boarding, half day student school. And um, in grade 12, we all move in to boarding, no matter if you live in the town or not. And um we live there for the year. It's supposed to be for like university prep and stuff. So I am moving into my school next week, which is kind of scary. <laughs> like move out of my house. What? That's so scary. Um, but also my school is switching its whole system. So normally, um, or what I've done throughout all of high school is the semester system. So we have like four classes for however, like five months. And then you switch the classes, you do the other four classes for the rest of the year. Um, but my year is, or my school is doing all eight classes all year. So we do it the same as a semester model where we have like period one, period two, lunch, period three, period four. But yeah. then the next day we do period five, period six, lunch, period seven, period eight. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, so like every other day you do the same classes. Um, oh, wow. I know it's exciting, but it also stresses me out because the semester system works for me. And like, I don't want to switch to a new system in like my grade 12 year when I have to send my grades to unis and stuff. Like, uh. also, I'm not sure how it's going to work with COVID. Like if we go into lockdown and stuff, because I am going to have a roommate. So like, are they going to send us home? Like, I don't know idea. That's like, the uncertainty is scary, but you know what? You just got to roll with the punches and go with it. Exactly. Whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next question is, what are you looking forward to? this school year I am looking forward to a little bit more normality like having it go back to I mean our only like normal year of high school is grade nine and this year is not going to be anything like that Mm -hmm. but um it's going to be a little bit more close to normal at least we'll be in person with our teachers and like have textbooks and not be on zoom all the time and I'm just excited to like get back into how it feels like it's supposed to be Yeah, I definitely am very excited to see people I normally would see at school. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and even like just seeing your teachers in person and like having conversations with them, I feel like it's always easier when you're in person asking them questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mainly just seeing people and getting that like in-person communication part. Cause I, I mean, Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams calls were something, but it doesn't compare to like in-person talking. So no, not at all. Like my, I learned so much better when I was in person. Like yeah. my school in 2020, we had like every other day was in person and I learned so much better on the days that I was in class. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, yeah, I'm excited to like get back into that. Yeah. Also the separation between like school life and home life. I feel like that got lost a lot this year and I'm looking forward to reestablishing that because I think it'll make my mental health game a lot easier. Yeah, we talked a lot about like COVID and dealing with the lockdown in school in our first episode if you guys haven't already listened to that (laughs) one it's called pandemic baggage but the next question is what are some things you have learned slash advice you have from your three years of high school um the biggest thing for me is to focus on yourself and your own personal improvement yeah. and to stop comparing yourself to other people who are around you. Because the thing with school is that everybody learns differently and everybody ha- is, has different strengths and different weaknesses. And it's not fair to compare yourself to other people because we are just not on an equal playing field. Not a single person is on an equal playing field. So learning to stop that and learning to just focus on your own personal growth and personal improvement is so important in high school. Yeah, for sure. Comparing yourself is often really easy. And I know like before the pandemic where everyone was kind of in the same class and after you got a test, everyone would kind of like discuss it, you know, but I learned over the pandemic, just like whatever I do is for myself and I'm just going to try my best in everything and not care about what others think or what others got. So yeah, that's super important. And another thing is don't worry about things that are not are like out of your control. Because oftentimes I'm trying to figure out like a good example for this. But let's say you did a test and you like submitted it and it's done. Like you can't do anything about it. There's no point in like wasting your energy thinking and worrying mm-hmm. about what you wrote or what you did. Because as long as you tried your best, that's all you can do. So yeah, definitely don't worry or waste energy on things that you can't control or can't change. Another one, like another good example for that is like when you do group projects and group assignments and you are working with people that you don't necessarily want to work with or you don't like work well with, that is not under your control and that is not something that you can change. Um, You can try your best, obviously still try your best, but um, the teachers are people too. We have to remember that. Teachers pick up on social cues, they notice things, they know how you work. And if you're not performing the way you usually do because of a group, they'll see that. And we have to understand that 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 is not part of our control. Exactly. Mm. Okay, the next question is also from like a grade nine student, but they ask, how do you study? (laughs) I study in a lot of different ways. What What do you do? I know your, Shanessa's program is a lot more like rigorous than mine. So yeah. your your advice. Being in the program that I'm in, definitely like I learned a lot about my study habits and techniques. Because in grade nine and ten, I feel like 
you know, I didn't really learn how to study and I wasn't studying efficiently because I would spend a lot of time just reviewing things like mindlessly. And I realized quality over quantity. Like there's no point in studying for 10 hours, rereading a note and nothing's like sinking in and you're not understanding the concepts or not getting down important things that you need to like have memorized. So what I found that is that like different study techniques vary for different subjects, but I found more so for memorization subjects like history, biology, like geography, French, things that you kind of have to memorize exact dates, times, diagrams, active recall is what I use. And it's basically where you like test yourself or mm-hmm. recall the information. So let's say you have to memorize like a whole history timeline, right? I would write up my history note or whatever, and then I would close my laptop and I would walk up and down my room and just try to recall whatever I could. And then whatever was like missing from what I knew, I would go back and just fill in those gaps. And you'd be surprised how much you know, Mm because there is something called overstudying. Like that is something you can do. And it often leads to like you doing bad on tests when you overstudy. But if you study just that right amount, you'd be surprised how much you know from just paying attention in class and simply writing the note once and then just doing mm-hmm. active recall. Also for memorization, like Shanessa's a lot better at it than me, like the active recall. Like I can't just do that, but I use Quizlets so much. Yes. And if you don't know what Quizlets are, it's like it's like online cue cards. Like you can also make like handwritten cue cards. Um <clears throat> But like using Quizlets is a really good example of that. I used them. It saved me, say my biology grade for sure, like making your own Quizlets. Because if you are reading material and then typing it out, by the time you're reviewing the cue cards, you already know it. Yeah. You've already gone over it in two different ways. Um, another good tip for memorization is trying different ways of memorizing things. Like that doesn't make sense, but like reading it is one way you can read over material over and over or you can say it out loud or you can write it down or you can type it or you can do the cue card thing like there are so many different ways and using a mixture of those can help you memorize a lot quicker than just using one and um for me I'm a really like oh my god I forget the word like hands-on learner what is it called kinesthetic learner Mm -hmm. um so handwriting notes is like crucial for me from understanding concepts like handwriting it and writing it down on paper is like so important I had to use that a lot during COVID because we didn't use paper like everything was online but like taking out a piece of paper and writing down the important notes like saved my life so uh if you're a kinesthetic learner (laughs) yeah I recommend in grade nine and 10, just like experimenting with a du- like a mm-hmm. bunch of different techniques, try like handwriting, try speaking. Like I realized in the beginning of grade 11, speaking or like reading out loud my notes helped me a lot with memorizing and doing the whole active recall thing was something that really helped. So just figuring out what's best for you and you want to like I said before quality over quantity so you want to find mm-hmm. the method that's most time efficient because you're going to have like as you get to grade 11 and 12 you're going to have a lot of things to do at the same time so it's better to just have a method that helps you memorize and study everything you need really quickly and then in terms of like understanding subjects like math physics chemistry practice problems are probably like Mm. your best friend Mm -hmm. just doing problems and like past papers um test review sets that your teacher gives you just doing those questions again and again and especially the hard ones that you're stuck on doing those repeatedly Mm. helps immensely and 
like equations and stuff as you do practice problems you kind of memorize those concepts and equations at the same time so definitely that helps a lot those are my two things (laughs) for math like or similar ones like that um making step-by-step solutions helps me so much like in those big compound problems understanding what you have to do first to do second to do third like even if it's not specific to your problem like that just creating steps for me helps me so much yeah exactly and then another thing that I started doing this year when studying is like space breaks I I think it's called like the Pomodoro technique I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure which is where you like do time interval breaks where you kind of study for 25 minutes and then you take a short break and in that break you don't like go on your phone because that like defeats the purpose but like you walk around or get water or something and -hmm. then go back to studying and I found that that's really helpful to like keep the information in your head and then like the next day if you sleep on it it just all comes back to you really easily yeah no taking breaks is so important when you're studying because that's when your brain remembers stuff yeah like you will be studying and like not remembering at all anything you need to know and then you'll take a 15 minute break come back and like know it all for whatever reason like it is so important same with sleep sleep is probably the most important tip I can give anybody when you're studying yeah there's no point in like straining your eyes to stay awake Mm -hmm. trying to study something because guaranteed like whatever you're studying at that time is just not gonna stick in your head um but another method is teaching it to other people I love like teaching it to even if there's no one there I'm just like talking out loud sounds weird but it definitely helps me when I'm studying so yeah yeah, no, I always tell people in my classes, I'll be like, do you, if you need help for this test, call me because I want to help because that's how I study. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm willing to do that because it helps me learn. So I think it's really, that's a really uh, beneficial one too. Especially yeah. it helps you like understand the concepts deeper. Too. Yeah, because it kind of reinforces what you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, next question is, how do you stay organized? That's a good one. I, I love organization. I think it is so important. I mean, I'm just a very organized person in general and like everything in my life I try to keep organized. Um, but there are like different tips and tricks you can use. Definitely. And agendas are underrated. I think people need to start using agendas more. Yeah, I don't <laughs> use agendas. so helpful. I mean, I use Google Calendar. Google Calendar is like my best friend. I'm pretty sure I've like said this before, but um, I use it every day to plan out my entire evening. So for example, uh, let's say I have a chemistry test on Thursday and an English essay on Friday. What I'll do on Google Calendar is I'll like time block and I'll be Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm dedicating two hours to writing my notes, one hour to writing the intro of my essay. And then I'll space it out for the whole week. And I'll just, it helps me keep track of deadlines and you can like do little check boxes. And it's so satisfying when you like complete something because it like motivates you to continue and do Mm -hmm. something else. So definitely Google Calendar is like awesome. Definitely recommend you use it checklists are really important too and like I like I said before I like to handwrite stuff because then I remember when stuff is so like putting something in my calendar online is not gonna help me remember when my test is but like writing it down does (laughs) I don't know why um but yeah having a checklist is important and putting in breaks is really important and scheduling um like other activities that aren't aren't studying too like um I remember one time I had so much to do I had a weekend and I just had like 
so many things for my classes to finish up that were due on Monday and I had tests and I had like all this stuff that I had to do on Sunday. And so I made a list of just things I had to do. And it was like a whole page of stuff, but I included things like going for a walk and watering my plants and watching TV. Like those were on the list because those are important to do in my day as well. Um, So checklists and agendas and time management like that is so important, especially when you um, counter in breaks. Like I remember um, I get, I have anxiety, so I get like anxious about stuff. So sometimes when I'm studying, I get like really overwhelmed. So my therapist would tell me, study for 45 minutes and take a 15 minute break. And then when you come back from the break, switch subjects, do something else for those 45 minutes, take a break, and then go back to the first subject. And like scheduling that out helps so much. Yeah, that's what I do in Google Calendar, but I like time block and I'm like, okay, I'm dedicating this much time to this, then I'm going to do my extracurricular, then I'm going to take a break, then I'm going to go to this different subject, and then I'm going to go back at the end to like studying for the first subject I did. So yeah, just planning out those kind of things definitely helps. But a really important thing is to make sure whatever you're planning for the day or the evening is realistic Mm -hmm. because it's terrible when you are like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this, and then you don't end up doing it and you feel so discouraged and like unproductive, even though you got stuff done. So definitely just make whatever's on your list realistic and attainable. Yeah. And be realistic about how long something might take you as well. Like I know for a fact I could do a whole math lesson in 30 minutes, like all of my homework, but it might take me 30 minutes to write two sentences in my English intro, just because I am not as good as English at English than I am at math. Um, So like understanding that and knowing like that doing my English is going to take me longer. That's so important. Or like if you're on a difficult lesson in math, it's going to take you longer to do your homework than it normally would. And like understanding realistically how long each task is going to take is super important when you're making these schedules as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, the next question is, are you a procrastinator? And do you have any advice on how to not procrastinate? I'm a huge uh, procrastinator. I am so guilty of that. It's so bad. No, I'm the person who, it depends what subject or what I have to do. So like, for example, for English, I'll use like subjects like chemistry, math, and like physics to procrastinate my English and history Mm -hmm. work. Mm Because I'm like, okay, I love doing this math lesson. So let's just take a really long time to do it and take a lot of breaks so that I don't have to do my English. But then I just like realized once you start doing the essay, like it sounds super daunting writing an essay or whatever, or doing whatever English task tasks but then once you start it and you get the flow of it like it just happens and you finish it and you're like oh this isn't that bad but definitely English is the subject I procrastinate the most yeah same um I hate English I'm anti-English class (laughs) I really don't enjoy it (laughs) um but one of the things that can help me when I am doing English and have to get it done is breaking it up. Like I said, was saying before, like instead of saying write your English essay, it would be like write your outline or make yeah. sure you have your points down or look for quotes or like write your intro or write your thesis, like a little task. And I could spend 10 minutes writing my thesis and then move on to something else. But at least I've started. And then exactly. once, once you get the ball rolling, it's easier to pick back up definitely just breaking it down like you said helps but I think the solution to procrastinating is to just 
limit your distractions and just start like our phones I know this summer when I was like working on an essay like I said I would have my phone with me and I would write like two sentences and then it's like oh I'm on TikTok now for like yeah. 45 minutes <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can put my phone in a whole different like room or like I'll leave it downstairs and like go yeah. upstairs to do my homework and be like I want to go on my phone but I don't want to go downstairs and get my phone because that's a lot of work so I'm just going to keep working. Like, <laughs> exactly. like learning those distractions are so important. Yeah, for sure. So that I guess that's like my solution to procrastination. Just start your work and limit those distractions. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next question is, if you're confused about certain concepts in your classes, what do you do? Um, definitely check in with your friends because sometimes friends can explain concepts in a way that makes sense to your brain that your teacher doesn't explain it like that yeah um or looking it up like on youtube or on like online i try to avoid that because sometimes they teach it not the way your teacher wants it yeah to sure. um but it can help like especially like the khan academy math ones those ones are super helpful yeah for sure this year definitely relied on a like online for a lot of things like went to youtube tutorials like websites can definitely help um but then if it's like a specific question i'll go to my friends or like the teacher um but yeah just your teachers your friends there's so many resources especially with like online learning that can help you with that yeah and we have to know that teachers like they explain stuff one way into like to the class in hopes that most people understand it, but they can explain stuff in other ways. They just did it the first time. So like sometimes you just need it retaught to you in a different way and it just clicks in your brain. And teachers can totally help with that. Mm -hmm. All right. And the next question is, what can you do to stay motivated to study and be productive throughout the school year? I think the first thing I have is studying with your friends because if they're like you and they're motivated, it's like it will rub off on you and most likely you'll be motivated then. Um, For example, I had a chemistry test this year and I would study with a group of people in my chem class and I had a test the next day. Like we had a Google Meet and then the next day we had a test and it was like a question about bond enthalpy or something <laughs> and I I completely like blanked out forgot what that question what like bond enthalpy was and then I like tried to remember my notes and then it clicked with like something my friend said in the meet and I was like oh that's what they said and then I got the answer right away so definitely like studying with your friends can mm-hmm. help a lot like you said we mentioned this a lot but yeah, yeah. Another thing that um, really helps keep me motivated is understanding that school is not my whole life. Yeah. And I had to, especially like last year with COVID, I had to remind myself that all the time. <laughs> like that was something that was really hard for me to understand. But school is not everything to you. It is just a part of your life. And like you have so many other things going on and so many other activities. Even if you don't feel like it, you do. And um, like having those outlets that are not school related and you don't need to think about school when you're doing like running or working out or doing art or reading or watching Netflix, like doing other things helps you stay motivated in school because it helps you understand that like you aren't always doing school. School is not your whole life. And um, just knowing that you, that it's not everything to you um, can help you stay motivated just to get stuff done. And the next question, or in the final question relating to school is, how do you avoid being stressed? 
I am so bad at this. I get stressed out so easily. It's like not even funny. Um, <laughs> but like, I feel like I've met, touched on most of the things that I do to help manage the stress, like um, managing your time or time blocking, having other outlets in your life um, <clears throat> to like focus on other than school um, and having like different study methods for different classes. Those can help you be less stressed out. Also, um, like I said, time management before, but like preparing early for things is so useful. You're not going to forget in 24 hours, like preparing for stuff early helps ease the stress so much. Yeah, for sure. And then something to remember is like, not everyone likes school, mm-hmm. but it's something we all like have to do. So you might as well like make it easy for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, And by doing, like, I know we mentioned a lot of things that kind of describe this perfect student, like staying organized and being well-rounded and like studying with friends and doing all the, like studying effectively, like those all are traits of this perfect kind of academically well-rounded student. But as long as you try and attempt to do some of these things and try your best, it's going to make your life a lot easier. And in turn, it's going to make you feel less stressed, I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just the most important thing is try your best and set realistic goals. Um, And yeah, that's like my advice for how to not be stressed. Yeah, also taking breaks and distancing yourself from your schoolwork um can help ease the stress too like if you're always always thinking about it even when you're not studying um that can make you stressed out for sure but like having an outlet I mean I was just talking about this but having an outlet where you don't have to think about school like I I used to be on the swim team like a swim team not the school swim team a different swim team and like going to practice and like focusing on my swimming and focusing on my skills um I wouldn't have to think about my grades or my school or my studying like it would leave my mind for even an hour and that would help ease the stress so much because you're just not always thinking about it. Yeah, definitely being a part of extracurriculars that make you happy and that you want mm-hmm. to be a part of. Like I know some clubs I was a, um I joined this year, I was so excited to like attend the meeting or go work on like things for that club. So that's definitely something that can help a lot. Yeah, and if you don't think there are clubs that like you want to do, especially if you're going into grade nine or grade 10 and haven't had any experience with them, just try something. Choose a friend and be like, do you want to try Model UN? Like, why not? Like, I mean, there's no pressure and like, it's, it can be really, really fun and you can quit if you hate it. There's like no pressure in it and it can be super, super helpful. So I definitely recommend like trying different sports and clubs and activities because especially this year, now that they're like reopening and like rehappening, it can be super important and super helpful. Definitely extracurriculars, something we stressed a lot on this episode. Can't get my words out. (laughs) But yeah, Um, I guess like that's all the school related questions. But our final question is, how has it been creating this podcast? Nita, do you want to go first? I loved it so much. I love having a podcast. I feel like it's just so fun, especially because Shanessa and I, we like we don't hang out that much um, just because of our lives. Like we just always have stuff going on at different times and we just never see each other. So having like little meeting times was so much fun. I was kind of MIA this summer. Um, I spent <laughs> six weeks at a camp out of eight weeks of summer. So I fully, yeah, was not here, but um, I really enjoyed it. And I wish I was around for more of it. 
Yeah, it was so much fun. And I, honestly, I didn't expect the podcast to like blow up or go as big as it did. I mean, we had mm-hmm. like listeners from 12 different countries. And like, for example, Australia, Japan, Philippines, Belgium, Brazil, like because the app that we record the podcast on, like tells you all the countries that are like our listeners are from. And I just didn't expect so many people to like listen to our podcast and even like reach out and talk about it or say like they enjoy it um that was like awesome I really liked yeah, that really cool. um but like I hope like listeners could relate to some of the episodes you know we did because we talked about school during lockdown like money social media our childhood mm-hmm. which was a really fun episode um <laughs> summer break too like and a lot more so I hope like listening to each episode was as enjoyable as creating it I guess but yeah it was a great way to spend the summer like recording podcasts every other week so yeah it's also surprisingly easy it really is every episode was kind of just like we have a topic and just two teenagers I guess having a conversation about it two school-centered teens (laughs) yeah (laughs) but Anyways, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who has taken the time to listen to our podcast. Thank you to our special guest and, of course, my co-producer, Nada, who has made this podcast experience amazing and honestly really fun. Thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, you also killed this. Shanessa did the majority of the work, and I appreciate it so much. Um, but that wraps up this episode of the School Center Teen, our last episode. <laughs> uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And if you have not listened to all the episodes, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. Also, let us know if we should return for a season two of the School Center Teen on Instagram, which is at the School Center Teen or through email at theschoolcenterteen at gmail.com. We want to hear your ideas and your suggestions for what we could do to, I don't know, improve this podcast or start something new. Um, I'd love to continue this. Yeah, it would be super fun to do it throughout the year, like a Christmas Mm -hmm. episode or something. Um, For like little updates. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But we hope you guys have an amazing day and we wish you the best of luck for the school year ahead. Bye. Bye.